Hello and welcome back. This is episode fifty-three of Xbox All In One Podcast. Uh, we got two. We got two shows or podcasts, whatever you prefer to call them, for the year. This week's one is going to be the Game of the Year Awards, so the official Game of the Year Awards, hosted by was it Jeff Keighley? Is that his name? Yeah, yeah, Jeff Keighley. Uh, pretty nice guy. I, li- I like him. Um, and then next week will be our Game of the Year Awards. So I'll put them in the titles. I'll put the Game of the Year Awards and then our Game of the Year Awards, just so you know which ones are which. Um, so you have some news pieces you wanted to run through quickly, and then I've got a big news piece, and then we can go through the Game of the Year Awards. Uh, yeah. yeah, I should say. Sorry, I'm your host as always, Matthew. Joining me today is Robert. How, how are you doing? I'm doing good. Uh, you know, still working my way through Dragon Age Inquisition and uh, Skyrim Special Edition. I was going to talk to you about Dragon Age. How are you getting on with it? Because I bought it. It's a, it's a good game. It's one of those that uh, you can't really play it in a linear fashion. No, it's you can't. very. <laughs> It's very yeah. scattershot. You got to do a little yeah. bit here, go to a different area, do a little bit there, get a little bit higher level, go back to the first area, finish that, back and forth. It took my while, took me a while to get my brain around playing games like that, but once I did, it's an enjoyable game. Mm. I, I like the combat. I, I liked the. I found it to be a little bit of a twist where you create your kind of character. Um, I just went with like a default look rather than spending an hour on how long his nose, how long his ears are how big his eyes are and all that sort of stuff um i just kind of went with the i think it's the first default look it actually looks a bit like legolas because mm-hmm. uh, i made my character an elf uh, an elf archer which was pretty cool um see I, I jumped into that and uh i like the fact you get you do get a little team you get someone with a mace don't you you get somebody with like a shield and a sword and then you get some mm-hmm. guy with a pretty big crossbow it's not like a walking dead daryl size crossbow this is like something yeah. a, bit, a, a, a bit different uh, I don't know how much more I'm going to play of it. I'm actually planning on getting on blo- getting Bloodborne because I watched a good hour of it and I'm really uh, really interested. Um, it looks like a tough, unforgiving but challenging game. Bloodborne. I don't know how much you've seen of Bloodborne. Yeah, I've seen a bit of it. Yeah, it looks and because the loading times were like a minute or or something crazy like that. But it's the idea of like punishing you rather than this game is broken and it needs a long time to load. It's just like you died look at this loading screen <laughs> yeah um, as opposed to final fantasy 15 which looks like some mid 90s androgynous boy band is shooting a really extended music video pretending to be in a fantasy setting <laughs> yeah uh, i haven't looked at any reviews for final fantasy so i'll have to look into that um <clears throat> so yeah i've just been playing some dragon age playing obviously fifa uh I've jumped into some overwatch um and then of course i'm gonna try bloodborne soon uh yeah that's basically what i've been playing so um did you want to talk about your news or what you've been playing yeah i mean nothing big big but a couple of things uh first off uh marvel versus capcom infinite was officially announced this was done at the playstation experience on the day two live stream Uh however it is confirmed to be coming to xbox one which makes sense i mean like like we said last week unless it's a game designed to be a console mover uh, there's really no point in it being a console exclusive, and yeah, the so article that, exclusive, 
kind of, kind yeah, of... maybe maybe a time. There's not really that much information. Uh, the only thing that's out is they've officially announced it, and it is clear from the article that we talked about last week that it is going to be focusing a lot on the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's called Infinite because it does involve the Infinity Stones. Um, the little uh, one-minute trailer opened up with uh, Ryu and uh, Mega Man right. uh, changing blows with Iron Man and Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and then Captain at Marvel some point, it, yeah. yeah, and at some point, uh, Ryu grabs the Power Stone, and then Captain Marvel she grabs the uh, Time Stone, and they start wailing on each other. And just earlier today, they did announce two more characters: uh, Captain America and Morgana from the Dark Dark Stalkers series. Um, No word on how many characters, but I got to figure it's going to be at least 40 or 50. Probably. uh, Just because games like that. Oh, I mean, there's a lot of Marvel characters. There's a lot of Capcom characters, but games like that thrive on the variety and the mix matching of characters. And they probably do like when the new Black Panther film comes out, they'll do a new version of Black Panther as DLC or, you know, that, that kind of stuff because uh, there's obviously a lot more Marvel films planned, so uh, they, they can kind of do that as well. Yeah, and uh, no release date. They did ask Mike Michael Evans, who works uh, from Capcom, about how far it is into the development cycle, and all he would say is that it would be released when it's ready. Uh, and also that they're taking their That's time with it. That's a good way it, to so. kind of talk about your game, is like, just, it's ready when it's ready. Which I remember yeah. was in... I think it was the first teaser for Mirror's Edge Catalyst. It was like, it's ready when it's ready. It'll like, stop teasing me. We wait so long for this. But uh, yeah, it's cool when they do that. Um, a lot of people these days talk about when you announce games that Fallout did it right, which they did because they announced the game and then five months and later it, would... it was out rather than Final Fantasy getting announced and ten years later it comes out because of delays and stuff like that. So You know, Final Fantasy, Last of Us, Duke Nukem Forever, there's a slew of games that did that. So. Yeah, yeah. Alright, cool. What, uh, what else did you have? Uh, well, did you uh, download the Sleeping Dogs game? I did. That's uh, free with gold? Yet, but uh, I did download it. Okay. Well, the reason why I bring that up is that the developer of the game, United Front's game, United Front Games, actually closed down last month. Oh. And the developers put most of their equipment up for sale at auction, try to recoup costs, things like that. And somebody actually scored a PS4 dev kit. Nice. Okay. Uh, there are some photos of it on the Reddit thread, and this thing is freaking huge. I mean, it literally looks look like two Xbox Ones stacked on top of each other. Um, but a lot of that is wow, probably that is just... You mean like the original yeah. Xbox One? Yeah. 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 And according to the article, it's got 800 gigabytes of data on it. But they don't really know what the data is because a good chunk of it is encrypted. Um, right. Weirdly enough, a couple of companies have chimed in on the Reddit thread offering help <coughs> to extract and decrypt the data. Hmm. Uh, where that goes for there, you never know. Um, this is referenced from a website called Geeks Unlimited, where unlimited is spelled U-L-T-D. So if that's something that you're kind of curious about, want to okay. see the pictures of, you know, e- more easily than a Reddit thread, that's somewhere you can go. So what do you think about that? Uh, it's pretty interesting. Pretty cool. It sounds, I don't know, just interesting. Yeah. So it's something that I probably won't pay attention to in the future, but uh, it's just an interesting little thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
And the only thing else that I've got is they've released a little bit more uh, information about the Scorpio that's coming out next year. Cool. I, I really wonder uh, what it looks like. I've been thinking about that lately. Um, and it will probably E3 reveal, do you reckon? Probably. E3 would be my guess E3 because that would make up. the most sense. E3 physical, you know, description. I'm sure they'll have something on the stage to see. Uh, because then, you know, they can announce it at E3 and then they can get the hype train rolling to, you know, for purchase price and things like that. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. According to the article that I'm reading, uh, in addition to the 4K gaming, which is already announced, they will be doing virtual reality support. That's good. Uh, the Scorpio will feature eight CPU cores and somewhere between six to eight teraflops of uh, GPU power. Yeah. Yeah, it's a. Uh, uh, floating operating point system, I think. I forget what. It's basically just how much data it can process at one time. Hmm. Uh, it, it also says the console will have more than 320 gigabits of memory bandwidth. So it's basically the data going back and forth between like the hard drive, the input, the processor, things like okay. that. Sounds cool. How, uh, how, much you, how much do you think this thing will be? Uh, well, according to the article, um, it, according to the article, uh, Webbush analysis Michael Practor, who I'm sure you've heard of at some point. He's uh, been all over the place. Mm. He says that a price higher than three ninety nine would fail the Scorpio. And three ninety nine makes sense because I really thought that four ninety nine was way too high when the Xbox One came out. Um, mm. The only reason why I bought it as early as I did was because right after it came out, it was on a sale, so I got it fifty dollars off. Mm. Yeah, and I have this weird, I don't know if you deal a whole lot with credit cards, but I have this uh, credit card through my bank to where they do a loyalty points program. And so everything I buy gets points, and those points feeds into my Amazon account. So for so many points that I get, I can, you know, use it for, like, coupons and discounts on stuff on Amazon. And so that kind of feeds into that, and it's actually been really... Cool I for signed me. up for those Xbox rewards because I saw something about it on my dashboard. I clicked on it. It, it opened a like you know web browser thing on the Xbox. <clears throat> I clicked on the sign up and then I just like haven't had anything since. Unless it's like a gradual build up of something. Uh, I'm not sure, but uh, I clicked the button, so it uh, sent something off. Unless I have to check it again, I don't know. But uh, yeah, um, I, I saw a, quite a really cheap Xbox One the uh, Saturday. Yeah, on Saturday. How much do you think it was? I'll give you a hint. It was, was below below two hundred pounds. Was it uh, one eighty nine? It was one hundred and sixty. That was, I think, with the Connect, just like the plain five hundred gig with Connect, like the original thing with no game. So uh, they're going pretty cheap. So yeah, if you if you want to snag yourself an Xbox, have a have a look around. So um. Of course, it's that holiday time of year. They want people to buy them, so they're going to be a bit cheaper. Uh, but yeah, just thought I'd throw it out there as well. Yeah, I just did a little a quick a web search on Michael Practor. He's actually got a master's in business administration through a law degree. Uh, he does a show called Patch Attack, which is where most people probably heard of him. Uh, he got into a bit of a, a Twitter sniff with Mark Zuckerberg back in 2012. Uh He's you know just he's one of those like not nerdy guys in the industry kind of like uh, Jeff Keeley or uh, you know Greg Miller or somebody like that. He's more on like the uh, like the business professional grown up adult side of it. Okay, I see what you mean. Yeah. Uh, anything else you want to talk about? 
really, that's all I had. I mean, I knew a lot of it was going to be for the Game Awards and all that. So, all right. I, um, yeah. So before we get to the Game Awards, uh, of course, ours will be next week. Our top five. I think we'll just do like a top five games of the year um, next week. So we'll. Uh, I'll think about that between now and then. Um, a pretty big piece of news did come out of the PlayStation uh, PSX. Uh, the Last of Us 2 was announced for the PS4, and a lot of people were saying maybe 2018. Um, a guy did say that the game was in very, very early development, but then apparently Troy Baker said um, that he's had to keep this secret for two years, so who, who knows what's what's going on, but I reckon like, you know, 2018 or, or something like that. Um, the trailer came out, it's, it wasn't just like a, we'll show you a couple of landscapes, the Naughty Dog logo, then Last of Us 2. Um, Joel was saying to Ellie, like, are you sure you want to go through with this? Of course, it's an older version of Ellie. I think she's 19 or something now. I think that's what I read too, yeah. Yeah, because in the first uh, Last of Us, she was about Clementine's age in season 3, about 14, roughly. Like Clementine from The Walking Dead, uh, season yeah. 3 kind of age. Um, yeah, and then she said, I'm going to make sure I kill every last one of them. Uh, I'm very, very excited for this game. The first one was just phen- phenomenal uh do you have any any thoughts on this uh well as for the troy baker thing the voice uh recording they have to do like really really early especially for main characters uh because they have to match that all up with the uh sinking and the with the lip movements and the motion capture and all that yeah plus they got to do it for different languages yeah because i imagine that the the voice protagonist is going to be more than just the english voice I imagine they got to do it in like German and Italian and Spanish and Japanese and all that other fun stuff. So I imagine that gets done like way in advance. Yeah, probably. Yeah. As I mean, for the rest, I mean, there's it... no doubt this was going to ever happen. It was just wet. Is it? It was just that exciting thing of thing of like, when is this game going to be announced? What's it going to be? And all that sort of stuff. So we knew it was coming. It was just the matter of of when. But uh, it was still really cool to see it just announced. Yeah, at some point I need to break down and buy PS4 and get The Last of Us remastered. Mm. I just don't have the funds for that right now. Okay, fair enough. Uh, so yeah, big, big announcement. There's not too much more to say until we obviously hear more. Um, so let's get into the big topic of, of this week, which is the Game Awards. Now I'm going to do Game of the Year last, because it's uh, the, the bigger one. Um, so what I'm going to do is just read each of these out, say my thoughts, and then you can say your thoughts, um, and then if we agree with the winners, etc. Um, so best studio and game direction, the winner, uh, sorry, I won't say the winner first. The nominations were, um, Blizzard for Overwatch, DICE for Battlefield 1, id Software for Doom, Naughty Dog for Uncharted 4, and Respawn for Titanfall 2. The winner was Blizzard, uh, for Overwatch, which was very nice. Um, I was really hoping, um... Just on some awards for Inside and Overwatch, I knew there was like Battlefield was kind of floating around, uh, Uncharted, Doom, and Titanfall were kind of the others. Um, so yeah, deserve a winner. Yeah, I think it's a fair winner. Mm. And I like where they're going with the game. And there was a period of a couple of months where there was like no updates and stuff with Overwatch, and then everyone was like, "What's what's kind of going on?" But they've done a lot of updates in the last couple of months. Of course, we've spoken about them on this on this podcast, and I've. Uh, of course, I've I've spoken about them more than you because I play Overwatch and you don't, of course. So you know, I have therefore more to say on them. Um, but yeah, they're free updates, so it's it's really cool. Um, the best narrative, um, 
the nominations were Uncharted 4, Thief N, Firewatch, uh, Inside from Playdead, Mafia 3, which I'm surprised with somewhat. The story was very, very good, but um, the game could have had some improvements to fix some of the repetitiveness. Uh, and Oxen Free as well. Uh, and the winner was Uncharted 4, so. <coughs> Pretty awesome from them. Of course, it's the last last Uncharted game. I won't spoil the ending, but it was it was very nicely done. I, I would say. Um, I haven't played Firewatch. Of course, I played Inside. Uh, I played Mafia Three. Played Oxen Free. Um, thoughts on on this one? I personally would have rather have seen that go to Firewatch, just because the game is all about the narrative. I mean, granted, yeah. yes. Uncharted 4 does have a pretty good narrative and a good storyline, but it's also got the running, the jumping, the shooting, the, the action, action yeah. you know, the collectibles. It's got a ton of other stuff that happens to have a really good story. Firewatch is pretty much just all story. Hmm. I need to play Firewatch. I've seen a couple of uh, clips of it, and it does look very, very interesting. I'm sure um, with Christmas coming up, it'll be on sale again. Yep, probably. Uh, I did hear it was on sale recently on the PlayStation Store, but I never got around to actually looking at it, so... Uh... Yeah, hopefully that'll be on sale soon. Um, but yeah, pretty served winner. Um, best art direction. Uh, the nominations were Inside, Abzu, which... Have you seen that game, Abzu? It's I have not. Like a, it's a bit like a journey or a... Um, what's that other game? Like Flower. You kind of just explore stuff. There's nobody attacking you or anything like that. And you kind of just uh, listen to the music and kind of swim through the ocean. So it's kind of one of them therapeutic games people would say kind of like calming mm-hmm. and stuff you're not like shooting and killing stuff uh so yeah inside abzu firewatch again overwatch and uncharted 4 and the winner was inside so i'm very very happy with that uh did you get around to finishing inside i never got around to playing it i oh. it's one of those things that i keep meaning to do but just you know other things get in the way and other I, things yeah. grab my interest i guess yeah but from what i have seen of it it's very deserving in the, that direction uh, it's a very cool looking game without being just like you know shiny shiny blinky lights as i like to call it it's got mystery to it it's got some crazy events that happen um yeah a game with no dialogue of course like like limbo as well um and it's just yeah i dig the mystery of it if dig is the word i want to use um what do we have next? Best music, sound design. Um, I actually don't agree with this winner, but I'll talk about why uh, once I get there. Uh, so nominations for best music and sound design were Doom, Battlefield 1, Inside, Res Infinite, and Thumper. And the winner was Doom, which does have some nice music to it and does go quite nicely quite well with it. Uh, but I, I really like the music of Overwatch, and it, that didn't actually get nominated in this category. Uh, the music of Inside is... It doesn't really. It doesn't have like an Overwatch theme tune or anything, but it has like the cool music that like goes with it and makes it more, more immersive and all that sort of stuff. Um, I'm not really sure on Battlefield's music. I've not like and sound design, but uh, the atmosphere, the atmosphere of Battlefield One held up really well, and that's uh, what I've mentioned before. Um, is what I like with these EA games and like what they did with Star Wars Battlefront is um, when you're out in the field and in like a hectic multiplayer match. I do feel like the kind of uh, atmosphere. I'd really like to play one of them in VR, whether it be Battlefield or Battlefront. I'd really like to play one of them in VR. Um, it'd be be quite nice. Uh, so what do you think of this one? Uh, I really can't make a comment on that because I'm one of those weird people 
that the first thing I do when I get a game is I go into settings and I turn the music off. Oh, okay. I really, I really don't know why. It's just it's something I've always done, and something that I've never you know hated on the music or anything like that. Uh, the only actual game that I've ever enjoyed the music on was Homeworld. Just because it had like this really big sweeping orchestral score to the whole thing. What what's Homeworld? Uh, Homeworld was a game that came out in two thousand two. Basically, what it is is you're on this planet, and you you're you know your whole the whole planet's at war and everybody's fighting each other, and then some scientist makes a discovery from a crashed ship, and it turns out that everybody that's on the planet wasn't originally from the planet. And that weird sort of uh, discovery kind of unifies the planet somehow. Okay. And so they decide that they're going to go home. That's the name of the game, Homeworld. And the game opens up with the the mothership being finished, and you you know you're getting everything ready to go on this long journey to go back home. And now then out of nowhere, some other alien race comes in and wrecks your shit up. And then it's just basically. A decent RTS from there, um, in terms of uh, strategy, but it, it's all in space, so everything is three dimensional. So you can, you know, send your ships on a high axis and then come down low, or you can send them on a low axis and come up high, and then swerve around. And there's a lot of tactics involved for a very minimal number of ships. Okay. And it got a, it got a remaster a couple of years ago. It's on the Steam Store. Uh, if you do a PC game, it's a PC-only game. It never really oh. came out to uh, consoles. Right. Um, but it's probably the most beautiful space game I've ever played, and that's saying a lot. That is, yeah. And it's yeah. got, you know, just a beautiful orchestral score to it that fits with everything. That's really the only game I've ever enjoyed the music to. Did you play, uh, that reminds me of a game that you might enjoy. Did you play Lifeless Planet? Never heard of it. Okay, it's kind of, it's like a 3D space kind of game. You're on this... I'm not sure if it is the moon or not. You're on this planet and you play third person as this guy and there's like some mystery to it and stuff. Let's say if you took Inside, right? And mm-hmm. you made it in space, you made it third person rather than uh, 2D. Um, and then you kind of just went, went through the game in the same way you do with like Inside or Limbo, but... Uh, in third person, kind of. That's like the best way I can explain it. Um, I really enjoyed it. It, it was good. Um, but in terms of this, yeah, I, I'm going to be playing the Doom demo um, today or uh, sometime this week. So I'll talk about that maybe next week. Um, a lot of people said they really liked Doom as well. So I'm glad that for people that have played it and really liked it, that it got this award. Um, but yeah, I was just surprised that Overwatch didn't get it. Because some of its, you know, some of the uh, characters make some iconic sounds and stuff. And... Um, I really like the uh, Overwatch theme tune and stuff, so uh, I'm surprised that wasn't in there. But um, yeah, I can't uh, can't change the game awards. Um, best performance, which I like, this is in here as well. Um, so the nominations were Nolan North as Nathan Drake, of course, Uncharted Four. Alex Hernandez as Lincoln Clay, Mafia Three, who did have a, he does have a really good performance. Um, uh, he's like one of the standouts in the game. Um, I might say this name wrong. CC Jones as Delilah. In Firewatch, um, Emily Rose as Elena, of course, pretty awesome in Uncharted 4. Rich Summer as Henry in Firewatch, of course, we have... Did you say you played Firewatch? Or, I got uh, a little bit into it, okay. but I haven't had a chance to really fully explore it. Okay, alright. 
Um, so as Henry in Firewatch, uh, Troy Baker as Sam Drake in Uncharted 4, uh, and the winner was Nolan North as Nathan Drake, so pretty deserved. Um, of course, we don't know if he'll have another chance to get another award. We'll have to see what happens to the future of Uncharted. Of course, there was that game announced at PSX, uh, Uncharted The Lost something, I can't fully remember the name of it, um, but it doesn't look like it has... Nathan Drake, at least as a lead or as a playable character, it looks like it focuses on some of the others. So um, yeah, but uh, to be fair, Nolan North voice acts half the things on yeah, video so games uh, these days. He'll win something else next year as uh, as somebody else. So um, yeah, good good for him. Now, um, did you actually see the stream live? I didn't. I just watched some of the like highlight videos. Um, okay, because somebody was saying that Nolan North threw a bunch of his other voice actors under the bus over the whole strike thing that we've talked about a few times, but okay. I haven't been able to find a clip, you know, to put that in context. No, I didn't. I didn't find. I did watch the. I didn't watch every single board that was here, but I watched like you know, um, best performance and game of the year and all that, all that sort of stuff. Uh, but no, I, I didn't know that. So, yeah, that's that's strange. Um, no, didn't know of it. Uh, the next one we have is Games for Impact, which I, yeah, wasn't wasn't aware of. Um, so you've got that Dragon Cancer, you've got 1979 Revolution, Block, Blockhood. It's got like a little thing in there as well. Um, Orwell, Sea Hero Quest, uh, and that's the nominations. I've never played any of these games, nor have I heard of any of them. Um, so, if, yeah, if that's not good, then I, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and the winner was that Dragon Cancer from No, no Minus Games. Have you heard of any of these? Yeah, um, I've heard of that Dragon Cancer just because of the seriousness of the subject. Um, th these okay. are all, like, indie, greenlit, uh, Steam games, so it's not right. surprising that you might not have heard of them. Yeah. I see Jim Sterling talk a lot about these like hidden Steam games that I like never heard of, and you probably wouldn't if you don't pay attention to Steam because I don't game on PC, therefore I don't pay attention to Steam. Um, apart from unless you know Batman Arkham Knight comes out and gets a bad PC port, then you obviously hear about that sort of stuff. Uh, but yeah, um, so deserved winner. If it, if it was a pretty good game, it sounds like it was. Obviously based well, around cancer in some, in some well, what it is is that it's an autobiographical game. Um, Ryan and Amy Green, Green, who were the the game's creators, it's basically based on the experience of raising their son Joel, who was diagnosed with terminal cancer at twelve months old. Oh, I remember this. Yeah, I think I remember somebody talking about this about a year ago. When you just mentioned that, it clicked in my brain. Um, yeah, I, I remember hearing about it, and then it just, I never heard of it ever again. Um, it's one of those games that you play if you want a really interesting story and also want to be really, really depressed. Yeah, I, I mean, like, the creators like, talk about, like, I, I remember the creators talking about, like, how kind of difficult and stuff it was to make, of course. Um, yeah, so, so did you play it, or did you just hear about it? Like, I just, I've heard about it, and I've read some of the development. Um, I tend not to play the depressing games. I don't get me wrong, I'm I'm happy that people are doing that, and, you know, too, other people enjoy it. It's somewhat what games are for, but if you're only in... Of course, if you want to play something fun, and, like, play... I'm not going to say Overwatch is a better game, but if you want to play something fun, and, like, 
competitive, then obviously you play something like an Overwatch or something like that. But if you want to play something for like a dark kind of hard hitting story, then of course you go to something like this. Um, so yeah, I get what you mean by that. Um, yeah, what, what was you just saying? Oh, I was just saying that it's one of those things that is really hard to get through, but it's uh, it was obviously something that they needed to do, and you know, obviously more power to them. Um, but that's just something that will just drop you down into the gutter with your feelings. So, mm. okay, uh, I'm not trying to put the game down at all or anything like that. I'm just saying, you know, it's uh, yeah. if you want to play something fun, then you wouldn't play that. Uh, well, it's kind of like a limbo. I mean, limbo had a really dark and morbid feel to it, but you yeah. could disassociate yourself with that because of the art style. Yeah. It's black and white, and because Puzzle there's not, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, and there's not 20 foot spiders in the world trying to kill you. You know, this is something yeah. that was, you know, super, super real. Because obviously it was based on what they had to go through as yeah. parents. Yeah. Yeah, because in something like Limbo, you're focusing on, like, what the hell... Basically, like, what the hell is happening and how do I solve this next puzzle? It's kind of the mindset you have in, in a game like that. Uh, so, yeah, I, I see what you mean. Uh, best independent game. Uh, the nominations were Inside, Firewatch, Hyper, Light Drifter... Stard Valley and The Witness and the winner, which I'm very happy about, was Inside. So uh, I'm happy that it got a game award, like rather than just uh, what some of the others might be. Like if it had a one best sound design, that's less of like a game. Do, do you get what I mean? Like this is best yeah. game in a in an individual category. Uh, like like if you had like best mobile game or best shooter that's the best game in that particular category so uh that's how yeah goes. yeah um yeah enjoyed the hell out of it if you want to see a review then just type in inside in on the site or click on game reviews it should be in there uh it's a written one in as well uh it is pretty short review because i didn't want to spoil anything and it was pretty fresh at that time uh if you did finish inside and you want to know how to get the secrets and like the secret ending which a lot of people have discovered but i thought i'd just mention it i did um create an article with a link to the videos on how to do that uh, check that out as well but yeah very happy inside as well of course i haven't played firewatch yet so i don't know how much i will enjoy that but uh yeah pretty, pretty, yeah pretty in exciting. inside's a good uh Winner for that category, I'd have been equally as happy if uh, Firewatch had won it. Mm. But I think those are the two kind of like uh, uh, banner games that, you know, this is what an independent game could and should be. So, yeah, yeah. Um, so, next one is Best Mobile Game, which I don't think I've. Oh, one, one of these I've played, the other one I haven't. You alright there? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, best mobile game, the nominations were Pokemon Go, of course if you've heard of that, um, Clash Royale, Fire Emblem Fates, Monster Hunter Generations, and Severed, and of course the winner was Pokemon Go. Do you still play that? Because I've just not got to it I do play it from time to time, but I think that's more just because, um, I'm still working as an Uber driver, and there's not a whole lot to do when you're between rides okay. and you being in like a college town. In the car, so. <laughs> yeah, I can't play my Xbox, yeah. but, you know, I got my phone because I got to use that for Ubering anyway. And so I can just, uh, you know, get into it, do a couple of, you know, four or five minutes of it, not get too invested in, oh, I got to find out what happens now. Oh, I got to mm. find out what happens now. Yeah. It's a very, uh, very quick bing, bang, boom, in and done and gone mm. kind of okay. a game. And so I can still play it. 
Yeah, I, I've not played any of these others. Um, I've heard of Severed, but I've not I've not played it. Um, so yeah, obviously Pokemon Go was gonna get that. Uh, best VR game, which is interesting. I've not played any of these. I've obviously seen some gameplay of these and stuff. Um, so you've got Res Infinite, you've got Batman Arkham VR, you've got Eve Valkyrie, which I've heard Colin talk a lot about. Colin Moriarty, of course, from Kind of Funny. Uh, Job Simulator, which he liked as well. Uh, he, he, I think he said that was his favourite one. Um, and then Thumper. And the runner was uh, Res Infinite, which is surprising, because I thought it might be maybe Batman Arkham VR. Maybe due to, like, popularity and stuff, but, uh, popularity doesn't always get you what you should, if you're a game. Um, so, yeah, um, Res Infinite won that. Do you have any thoughts on this? Oh, well, I haven't actually played any of the VR games, obviously. I don't have the room, the space, or any kind of a setup to do anything like that. Hmm. I have seen them played, but none of them really look that fun. They all look more tedious and... I don't know, beta testing, okay. I guess would be the best word. Because none of them look like actual games. They look like, you know, proof of concepts more than anything else. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's best VR game. I'm glad that's getting its category because it does deserve its own kind of separate one. Oh, absolutely. Um, yeah. Because, uh, obviously, if you put Batman Arkham VR against Inside or Call of Duty, it's going to be a bit weird. Uh, so best action game, which is uh, quite a quite a cool category. Um, nominations were Doom, Battlefield One, Gears of War Four, Overwatch, Titanfall Two, and the winner was Doom. Um, again, that's one it um, was enjoyed by a lot of people. Uh, I would have obviously personally voted for Overwatch because I um, actually played that. Um, excuse me for a moment. No problem. Nicola? Yeah. Cool. I'm just <clears throat> moving around while you were doing that, so noise. Alright, what well, one was it on? Yeah. Uh, best action game. Yeah, best, best action game. Yeah, so best action game was given to Doom. Uh, have you played any of these? Uh, no, not really. I mean, it's one of those things that it's not my style of game, but I'm not overly surprised that Doom won because... Uh, you know, Battlefield 1, you know, is always a hit or miss in terms of the technical aspect of it. Um, and then uh, Overwatch is in so many other categories that it just kind of made sense. Mm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, very deserving from, from Doom, of course. Again, like I said, I'll talk about it once I've played the demo and stuff. Um, I'm surprised Titanfall 2 got nominations because a lot of people said they either really did like it or really, really didn't. So, uh, yeah. Take that, take that as you will. Um, 
So next we have Best Action Adventure Game. The nomination, no, uh, nominations were Dishonored 2, Hitman. Uh, so that's the episodic one? Uh, yeah. I think. Yeah, because it doesn't say Hitman Go, it just says Hitman. Um, Hyperlight, Drifter, Ratchet and Clank, and Uncharted 4. And the winner was Dishonored 2. Uh, so very, very nice from them. Um, I've played Hitman and Uncharted. Have you played any of these? Uh, not those specific games. I did play um, Dishonored 1 for a bit. Okay. Did and like I could it? never... It, it, I liked it, but it, it never really clicked with me. It's not one of those games that you know I had to go back and I had to play and I had to try this and I had to try that. I just did it for a little bit. I was like, yeah, that's cool. And then moved on to something else. Okay. Right. Uh, Hitman, one of the versions, not the current episodic one, but a previous one was uh, Games with Gold, so I did get a little time with that. Um, same thing, you know, it was kind of cool. Uh, you know, had fun playing it, but it wasn't really anything that was my style of game. I'm not really much the sneaky, stealthy type. Okay. I think that's why I didn't really get that into either of the games. Right. Um... So yeah, Dishonored 2, it's deserving of that. Uh, a lot of people really enjoyed it and uh, looked looked forward to it. I won't say looking forward because it's already out. Um, yeah, Uncharted 4 already got um, like best performance and stuff. So it's uh, I felt like they're trying to spread the awards around a bit more. Mm-hmm. Um, best role-playing game. We have um, nominations for Witcher 3, The Blood and Wine, so it's for the DLC, Dark Souls 3, There's X Mankind Divided, and World of Warcraft Legion, um, and X Xenoblade Chronicles X, and the winner was The Witcher 3, so it's still winning awards, which, which is very nice. Um, I do remember a year when I think it was Call of Duty 4 came out, and they won the game of the year the year it came out and the year after. Um, I know it won at least two. I don't think it won three. I think that the year it went to some the after, the year after it went to something else. Um, but yeah, The Witcher Three is an, an amazing game. Have you had a chance to play it? I did play it for a little bit. I could never really get my brain around the controls. Uh, okay. I would have to disagree with the winner just because it was only a DLC. It wasn't you know a game that came out and just happened to have a big DLC patch in the same year. Mm. Um, so I'm, I'm not a big fan of giving Game of the Year awards to extra content that maybe not everybody uh, would have played. So, Okay. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'm going to start the Heart and Stone one, which is the first DLC. I'm going to start that soon once I've um, finished up some of the stuff. Some of the TV shows are like coming to... They're mid-season finales, so uh, it's going to give me a little bit more time. Uh, like Walking Dead is next week, and uh, the DC shows are a few weeks away. Um, yeah, and Walking Dead was 90 minutes of all Negan, all the time. Mm. Uh, I think the next week is 90 minutes as well, but uh, yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I haven't played DSX. I played The Human Revolution, I think is the one before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was good. It just felt a little old, because it was... a 360 game and it is old um but I'll, I'll try and go back to that and try that again uh but yeah, i haven't played the others so yeah the witcher 3 won that um we have still have a few categories to go uh best fighting game the nominations were street street fighter 5 killer instinct season 3 king of fighters is that 16 15 x i think iv that's uh x iv is 14 yeah, 14. 
Uh, and then Pokemon Tournament, which I think... Uh, is that one of the ones that just came out or something? Or was that Sun and Moon that I'm thinking of? Sun and Moon is the 3DS game that just came out. I'm not quite sure what tournament is. Okay, might be another one that came earlier or something. Um, so the winner was Street Fighter Five. A lot of people still like that. Um, I'm guessing that maybe one of the runners-up would have been Killer Instinct Season 3. A lot of people do like that as well. Uh, I don't have much to say on these because I don't really play these kind of fighting games. The next one I'm going to play is Injustice uh, Gods Among Us 2. Uh, did you play any of these? I played a little bit of Killer Instinct because some of it you can get free on the Xbox One. Um, I do understand why it didn't win because it's it's rare for console exclusives like that Okay. to win those awards. So Yeah, because it, it was a PlayStation exclusive, wasn't it? So. So. No, Killer Instinct is a is an Xbox oh, I mean, One exclusive. Uh, Street Fighter Five, sorry. No, it's on both uh, systems. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought one of them was exclusive. Hmm. Not that I know of. Maybe maybe it just came out first on PlayStation. I, I remember a lot of Street Fighter Five PlayStation coverage and advertisement, so maybe that just confused me that way. Yeah. Um, to best family game, I'm gonna kind of go through some of these a little quicker because they're games that. Uh, I don't play. If you play them, then you can talk about them a bit more. Um, best family game. You have Pokemon Go, Dragon Quest Builders, Lego Star Wars The Force Awakens, Ratchet and Clank, and Skylanders Imaginators. And the winner was Pokemon Go. Um, played the Force Awakens demo. It was pretty good. It was another Lego game that Star Wars, so that's, that's pretty cool. Uh, I haven't played Ratchet and Clank, but I know that that's a very good game. Skylanders is, of course, the Toys to Life Skylanders game. So that's quite nice. Uh, and Pokemon Go won that. Um, anything you'll say? I, I would have thought that the Lego game probably would have won it just because, and you know, that's something. Well, you know. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. Uh, just because that's a game that, you know, is designed around, you know, families of, you know, two, three, four people sitting around uh, uh, playing the game versus Pokemon Go, well, it's a family-friendly game. You know, you're limited to one device. Although that is a bit of a funny story. Uh, when I was out driving when that game first came out yeah. and everybody was playing, I mean, friggin' everybody was playing <laughs> it. I was yeah. uh, sitting in a parking lot waiting for my next ride. And I see a dad and two kids and one of the kids got the phone and they're walking a bit and mess with the phone and walking with a bit and mess with the phone. And then they're like, you know, you know, cheering. And then the dad takes the phone and he gives it from the daughter to the son and the son's doing the same thing. And then I realized, Oh, they're just taking turns playing Pokemon go. Hmm. You can kind of do that with it. So, uh, but yeah, Lego games are pretty fun with because uh, I play. I've been playing Lego Batman Two with my niece, which has been pretty, been pretty cool. Um, we're actually near the end of it as well, so I need to get another Lego game, which there's plenty. So I, I have some choice. Uh, but yeah, I get what you mean with that. You can kind of you know just you can literally just turn on the controller to press start, and then they can play as whoever they choose. Um, surprised that Lego Dimensions didn't get, although that came out last year, didn't it? Because I'm thinking of like the year two stuff, but. Uh, yeah. Uh, did you want to say anything else? Or should we, should we move on? Did you want to say anything else? Or did you want to move on? No, we can move on. Cool. Uh, so best strategy game, which I haven't played any of these. Uh, the nominations were Civilization VI, Fire Emblem Fates, The Banner Saga 2, Total Warhammer, uh, Total War Warhammer, sorry, and XCOM 2. And the winner was Civilization VI because everybody likes that game. Uh, that 
everybody that likes it likes it. Uh, everybody that's into strategy games plays it, I think. Um, I've got a friend uh, called David. He plays that as well. So uh, he said he quite enjoys it. So I'm not surprised there. Um, best sports and racing game. This is an interesting one. Um, you've got Forza Horizon 3. You've got FIFA 17. MLB. I've seen a lot of different basketball just games. It's It's been weird. Uh, so Forza Horizon 3, FIFA 17, MLB The Show 16, NBA 2K 17, and Pro Evolution Soccer 2017. Uh, of course, Pro Evolution Soccer didn't win, probably because Konami and that sort of stuff. Uh, especially at the Game Awards with like Jeff Keighley and Konami, that sort of stuff. I wouldn't have seen that happening. Uh, but the winner was Forza Horizon 3, which I think is the best game there. Um, of course, I don't. I haven't been playing Forza Horizon 3. Uh, I've been playing FIFA. But um, Forza Horizon 3 did feel like a better game, so uh, it's uh, deserved of that. Um, yeah, I've seen a lot of different like basketball, just different games and some free-to-play ones as well. It's been been kind of strange. Um, so the next category, unless you have anything you want to say? No, I, I pretty much agree with that. Okay. Uh, best multiplayer game. This is another another interesting one. We've got Overwatch, Battlefield 1, Gears of War 4, Overcooked, Titanfall 2, and Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six Siege. Did that come out in December last year? Or January? Or... It was January. Oh, okay. I thought it was December. But uh, anyway. Uh, and the winner was Overwatch, which I'm, of course, very happy with. It's the one that I play out of those. Uh, <coughs> Gears of War, you can see as a single player and a multiplayer game, because it's got both, and then it has, like, the horde mode and stuff. Um... But I feel like with Gears of War, the story is bigger than like the Call of Duty games because uh, you know Call of Duty has its horde mode with its zombies, and then it's got the multiplayer and the campaigns. But they don't really cross over as much as Gears of War ones have, and how how more kind of iconic the Gears of War characters are over the Call of Duty ones. Uh, of course, you have people like Soap and Price and Ghost and that from Call of Duty, but they haven't carried over anything like the like the Gears of War characters. Uh, thoughts on this? I probably would have gone with uh, 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 Rainbow Six just because um, it, it's kind of the you know the the merger of the two parts because it's got you know it's pure multiplayer so it doesn't have the first person or the the campaign aspect of it that Gears of War Four did uh, but it's more detailed in your roles as uh, which kind of uh, character that you're playing than Battlefield One does. Because mm. in, in Battlefield 1, it really doesn't matter what kind of role you're in. You just run in there and shoot everything. Whereas uh, Rainbow Six, it matters greatly which kind of combat role you take. It Definitely. affects how you play yeah. the game. Yeah. Um, cool. Yeah. Uh, so best eSports player? I didn't know this was one. I, I copy and pasted this from, from an article. Of course, I didn't write all of these down. That would have taken hours. Uh, best eSports player? Um... Do you want to do this one? We, we should just do this one. It's still on this list and stuff. Uh, Cole Bezerra, um, Marcelo, David, uh, Faker. I guess these are their names and then their actual names. So like their gamer names and then their, their names. Yeah. Because uh, PewDiePie isn't called PewDiePie, is he? He's called... Uh, I forgot his name, but he is, he is called something else. Um, I had never one? even heard of PewDiePie until he is was mocked on self. Something? Brother? I don't it's, know. I, it's I, on his Twitter. So. Yeah, I've literally never heard of him until he was mocked on a South Park episode. Hmm. Okay, uh, so you got Faker, which is Lee Sung Hiko. Uh, you got 
Bayern, which is um, He and Wu. Uh, you've got Infiltrator, which is C Sion Wu. Hungry Box, which is an interesting name. Uh, Juan De Bima. Um, and the winner was Cold Azera uh, from Marcelo David, um, who plays Counter Strike Global Offense. So that's those awards. I've never heard of any of those people. I, I assume they're like esports kind of players and stuff that just, you know. Get play- it's like a player of the season kind of thing. It seems like mm-hmm. uh, East best esports team. Uh, Cloud Nine is the nominations. Cloud Nine, SK Telecom, T One, Wings Gaming, SK Gaming. I think I've heard of those somewhere. Uh, Rocks Tigers, and the winner was Cloud Nine. Um, best esports game. This is a little interesting. Uh, you got Overwatch, Counter Strike, Global Offense, Dota 2, League of Legends, Street Fighter 5, and the winner was Overwatch, which I feel is maybe the most popular. Dota 2 is pretty popular. Um, I've heard people talk about Counter Strike. Um, League of Legends is talked about as well. Uh, anything on any of these? Uh, I've never been an esports guy or a mobile player for that matter, so I really wouldn't be able to comment on that. Okay. Um. What's the oh trending gamer? This is an interesting one. Uh, you got Boogie two nine eight eight, Angry Joe show of course Angry Joe, um, Danny O'Dyer, um, and Jack Skibai, Jack Sepik I sorry, uh, and the winner was Boogie two nine eight eight. So that was pretty nice. No Greg Miller this year. Uh, that wasn't the bit I was saying pretty nice. It was pretty nice that Boogie won. Um, so I've had a lot of people that like him quite a lot. So that's quite nice. Uh, so no Greg Miller this year, which is interesting. Um, so uh, most anticipated game. This is pretty interesting. Uh, you got Le- Le- uh, the Legends of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, God of War, which I first thought said Gears of War, uh, but no, it says God of War. Horizon Zero Dawn, Mass Effect Andromeda, and Red Dead Redemption Two, and the winner was Legend of Zelda, which is kind of interesting. I thought maybe that Red Dead or Mass Effect might have won. Yeah. Uh, seems they're they're both third party as well like multi-platform um yeah but i figure the reason why zelda got it is because that's going to be you know obviously it's going to be a a nintendo exclusive Mm. and that'll probably be like a premier launch title for when the switch does come out yeah yeah and you got to figure if anything is going to move that and they haven't said anything about a mario game they haven't remade super mario brothers for the 19,000th time that it's probably going to be the 19,000 and first remaking of Zelda. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so the last, last two we have here, uh, most anti- so, sorry, we already did that one. Last one we have is Game of the Year. So the nominations were Overwatch, Doom, Inside, Titanfall 2, and Uncharted 4. And Overwatch won this one. So that was pretty nice as well. It had a nice speech from the uh, Blizzard team. Uh, I didn't feel like Titanfall 2 was going to win. I was actually surprised that was nominated. Uncharted 4 was a likely candidate. Um, I feel like Inside was the other likely one. Um, a lot of people do like Doom, but that's that got some of the other awards as well, which was nice. Um, which one would you would you pick here? I don't know if I would have picked it, but I am kind of shocked that Uncharted 4 didn't win it. I guess it's just yeah, being a console true. exclusive might yeah. have limited it as a game of the year candidate. That's some of the interesting stuff with some of these awards. Like what's like console exclusives, what's like third party, what's you know the accessibility of some of these games is interesting as well. Um, and like what you said as well, like the family kind of stuff. If you've got like you know Lego games that are available on even like PS3, 360. If families haven't got new consoles, they can still get some of those. Um, 
Yeah. Did Lego Dimensions get nominated last year for Game of the Year? I honestly don't think so because those Lego games tend not to. Game of the Year. Um, yeah. But you had like Metal Gear and Batman and uh, Fallout. Is that nominated? Like the Probably. Big ones last year. Yeah. Um, so that's it for the for these years Game of the Year awards. We'll be back next week with our Game of the Year awards. Um, so what I was thinking, obviously, we're not going to do like best strategy game because we don't play any of those. If we just do like a top five, mm-hmm. um, not like top five favorite and then top five best, just like top five our Game of the Year awards. Uh, and then of course we just read them out. Um, excuse me again for a moment. Yeah, we'll, we'll do it that way with like a, just a top five uh, and then we'll do some maybe some of the other news and stuff or maybe maybe a topic I, I like to do topics when there's like less news of course we wouldn't have time to do one this week or I think last week was pretty busy, busy with news as well mm-hmm. uh, and then we can maybe talk a bit more about our like change that we're doing um, going forward and maybe pick a pick a name for our new not new podcast it'll still be the same podcast we've kind of kind of explained this before it'll just be covering Nintendo Updated. and PlayStation stuff yeah, as well as Xbox. But Xbox will be our kind of primary thing, because we're Xbox guys, I guess you could say. Uh, anything else you want to say? No, I mean, we pretty much covered everything, so... Cool, nice. Um, so yeah, you can check out everything else on the website by going to entertainmenttalk.org. Just type that into your into your browser, whether you're on your phone or whatever. Um, if you'd like to keep up to date with stuff that gets posted or with updates... Um, Follow us on Twitter at eTalkUK. We do have an Instagram and a, um, what's the other thing, a Tumblr, so you can search for Entertainment Talk there. Um, it's just a way See, that's of getting, what, getting the That's what threw me you. when you said there. You set up a Tumblr, because I just thought Tumblr was like for 50-year-old high school girls to bitch about how the world is unfair. Mm. It, it was on like the sharing option, so I just went through each of those and just made an account. They had like LinkedIn, which I think is more of a business, but I just made an account anyway. Um, but yeah, you know, if somebody comes across it that likes xbox and dc then i'm sure that they will be happy with that so that's uh that's why i did that it's annoying with instagram though because i have to post a picture and then post a link separately because that's not actually a share option it's just a uh it's a separate thing but uh yeah if you'd like to follow us on twitter it's at etalkuk of course you can search for us on other stuff as well and on facebook as well uh there is a facebook group if uh you'd like to check it out there which i made for community purposes um, and to like post stuff in there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have any inquiries, any feedback, anything to do with entertainment talk or any topics for any of the podcasts or news or anything like that, you can email us by sending your email to entertainmenttalk at hotmail.com. Thanks for listening, and we shall be back for the final show of the year next week with our Game of the Year awards, as we've discussed. Should be a fun one. Should be an interesting little conversation. Um, of course, it does depend on games that we have and haven't played. I haven't played Watch Dogs 2, so... Yeah, that's not going to be on there because I don't know what it's like. Um, so yeah, join us next week for that. And in the meantime, we'll see you for all the other pieces of content. Goodbye. <laughs>